0: media blockchain news crypto crews and interviews keeping you tuned into the ecosystem hello and welcome to core radio good morning people it is saturday morning i hope everybody's full of turkey and uh i don't know about your thanksgiving but man i don't know my turkey was a little dry i was a little bit disappointed with the turkey but the ham was really good uh so We have a very fun-filled event uh, today. Uh, We have uh, Sigwo from Dark Crust. It makes me hungry. I don't know why. Uh, And later on today, we're going to have Sasha at 5 o'clock. And we're going to have Rob Wilson from Incent at 7 p.m. So uh, I have a, a long day today. And uh, but everything is working beautifully. I have been testing all morning and uh I'm ready to rock and roll. I got my caffeine and later maybe I'll get drunk for uh for the incentive.
1: Yeah, you just had Sounds you like
0: just a had a like <laughs> <laughs> So I'm more fun actually when I, when I when I'm I'm a little tipsy. So we got Sigwa on. What's up, Sigwall? Sigwell is a brother of mine. We've been in a, quite a few projects together
1: yeah doing good doing good glad to have, hear your voice again on the radio
0: yeah man we're doing pretty good you know I, I'm, I'm I'm happy there's so much new technology this year this year seems to have ramped up uh the the whole crypto scene you know remember last year it was kind of dead all year then all of a sudden it, picked yeah, it up. was
1: yeah, it was a kind of a downhill spiral last year I think uh we had to alleviate some of the the pump and dump stuff uh you know we had to kind of go through our growing pains as, a, as an ecosystem, I think we did pretty well. Uh, you know, we we got through the dark period. and I think we're on the way up. Uh, I think a lot of the projects that are being started now have uh, a lot of smart people behind them, and I think uh, you know, working together, we can uh, do a lot of great things. Uh, you know, bring this technology forward, bring it to the the people that need that need it. And, uh, you know, educate the people that don't understand it right now. You know, not everybody understood how to use the Internet, you know, 15 years ago. Uh, but, you know, you can't go a day without using the Internet for almost any job. So it's, uh, you know, we're, we're at the cusp of a technological, uh, you know, evolution. Uh, and, you know, I think it's exciting that, you know, me, you and pretty much everybody that's listening to this show right now is, is on the cusp of that uh, evolution. So be proud of yeah, yourselves that, that you've taken notice
0: <laughs> yeah and in, including the fact that you know people like me people like you we actually work in the industry so
1: ah, you know it's, you know, it's, you know as, long as, as long as you're paying attention you're part of the industry
0: i mean we actually we actually work with companies you know doing this so you know we could help implement it better uh, you know one day i, I believe all these companies Ryzen, uh you know they're gonna they're gonna wake up and start using blockchain you know and uh say bye-bye to sql databases right
1: yeah it's all uh, it's all how you present it uh you know like i said yesterday uh, in a different show if you walk into a place or a meeting or a demonstration uh to a regular business and you try to just like, you begin your presentation with how blockchain works and why it's cool uh, you probably won't make the whole meeting, and they'll laugh at you when you leave. Uh, but you, oh, you yeah. Can go in. yeah they,
0: they look at you like you've got three heads on your shoulder. I've tried it before. They're like, what the hell is he talking about, this blockchain stuff?
1: Yeah, so if you go in and, uh, you know, you, you have to show them that there's uh, an issue with the way everybody does business, uh, the way everybody uh, has their data replication set up, has their encryption storage you know the, the the holes that they have uh, all over the the industry, and how you can come in uh, and and help fix those uh, issues uh, with uh, lower costs, lower overhead, uh, easier policies, uh, and better compliance. Um, because if you can't bring something value add uh, to their business model, they they don't really care how cool it is, or you know if J.P. Morgan's listening to you or if you know uh ethereum's too complete and can fork all by itself they don't really care they just want to make sure that whatever you're trying to sell them uh or the process you're trying to give them is better than what they have uh in some form or fashion i think that darkris can do that uh pretty easily
0: Ah, uh, that's right yes so the, the name of, the name of this ico which is currently going on right now is called darkris or d-a-r-c-r-u-s and it is it is pretty innovative. Uh, it comes from a place I believe that, that most people know. If you were a network admin, a sysadmin, anybody, any anybody involved in that you know, network operations field, you know this stuff and you, and you know the the hardships behind it. Uh, databases going down, uh, tape backups. Uh, you know the information getting distorted, you know lost and. And uh, you know it, you, we definitely need better solutions these days. Uh, you know, centrally located solutions are are probably going to be a thing of the past, especially with Darkrest coming out. We have a lot of ICOs out there, people, and I want you to be careful, be very, very careful. I had a couple approach me for a show. I had to deny it. I had to close them because they made no sense. And you know, you know, one of them, I, I it looked like it made sense. It, it kind of looked like it's, they were talking about frequencies and sound like they were talking about ham radios. So, you know, I went to uh, JL jail seven, 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 and he told me straight, he's like, this, none of this makes any sense. It sounds like, and, and he's the, he's like the best person I know as far as, you know, looking into code and seeing if, you know, anything's very valuable in there. Uh, so be careful out there. There's a lot of ICOs. I want to warn everybody. That, you know, there's a lot of bullshit ICOs out there. You need to be careful. Uh, there's a and there's a lot of great ones. There's a lot of great projects going on. Uh, you got Darkris. He's, you know, that's a whole networking uh, solution, and it's a really good one. It actually, it, it actually is. A, if you're from it, you know that this is this is needed. Uh, we got good ones like Incent out there who are creating have already. They already have an incentive incentivization program that mom and pop shops could use, uh, you know for POS sales. We got uh, MVP. I like that one too. you know, it's a fantasy sports thing, but you know what? if this if the website gets big and you know and people start using it, they don't know they're using crypto, which is the best part about it. You know it works behind the scenes. So if that gets popular you know that that's a that's another niche that crypto is taking over and I believe that niche by niche we're gonna we're gonna take over everything but we gotta do it little by little Sigwell is doing uh, the networking niche now right I know you've been in a lot of projects before uh, I, I the UNAMP project remember that one I mean, Sigwell, yeah. Sigwell could build awesome multi-pools i mean like he he made me a multi-pool once it was so cool i mean i i had I, you know what i didn't even care about the whole profit side i just had fun doing it it was just like a, it's like mining you know you, you you know you're not making profit but it's fun It's fun to do you still in that you still working with that at all uh so you not know 2.0
1: multi-hashing needs to be rewritten in c and uh as uh my fingers don't know c uh we need to uh, upgrade the multi-hashing to come up uh, so it can run on all the new Node.js uh, implementations because as you know uh, if you've looked at the code it runs on 10 uh, node 0.10.xxx whichever one you want to put on there but uh, when they upgraded Node.js to dot or 0.12.xxx uh, they rewrote how the um, The Chrome V8 engine implements. There's a whole bunch of crap that goes on behind the scenes. It basically how it reads that C file that helps compile all those algorithms for the stratum uh, is rewritten in a different uh, fashion. They refactored it, uh, and I have not uh, refactored that C file, Um, but I did go back and update the package.json so it pulls the correct file or the correct version numbers. Uh, through all of the node modules. So, you know, people can still use it uh, with some light modification, and everything. So, uh, you know, uh, it's, it is there. Um, it has always been, you know, we've tried to document it as best as we can and answer questions when we can uh, on how to operate and build those. Uh, but, you know, like any open source uh, project, it's there for everybody to use, uh, build on. Uh, and hopefully, you know, if they, uh, improve it uh or add things to it they they uh do a pull request uh and, and submit that back up to the, the main repo so that people can take advantage of those uh those technology uh so nice, no nice. i'm not actively I... working on it right now it's just uh you know it's there uh it's I've like a of, toy right uh, it what? it's there for people to use <laughs> I've, I've kind of uh Moved uh, project focus uh, when uh, when I had the idea to start doing Darkris, Uh You know, I I had, like so you know uh, I'm Sigonet and Sigfarm uh, next assets. So instead of leaving those hanging on the next platform, uh, I want to bring all of those early people that believed in me and, and what I was doing and what I was trying to achieve. Uh, bring them up, uh, bring them along, uh, and, and give them the you know the one to one swap for darkest that they deserve. Uh, you know, and to make that around five million number, I'm given. You know, I'm burning some of my personal uh, uh, assets to to Sig Farm that I purchased with my own money. So, I want to make sure that you right. know that everybody has really, got the, the, the fair shake because I don't want to. You know, I don't want to leave anybody behind. So,
0: you know, we'll let's move take a forward step with back. Uh, Let's take a step back for a second. Uh, so, so Sig Farm and. SiguoNet, right? Those are the two, uh, the two, the two NXT assets. So, so these are shares in uh, in a company in two two other ventures that that Sigwo uh, in- initialized maybe a year to two years ago. Uh, great projects, and you know if you invested in it first, you you got your money back. This so for people out there that are listening, uh, this is this is like like having a piece of the company, uh, like on Wall Street. You know, you're buying. Stock. is like a stock in the company, and uh, you know they, we we have a lot of normal, uh, non crypto people that listen to this. So I want you guys to understand that he he created a company and he issued assets of the company through a a, uh, a vehicle called NXT, which is another type of blockchain. Um, so now what he's doing is he's offering everybody a one to one swap to the late his latest venture. And he may take a hit on that, but he's he's willing to do because I got to say everything he's done has been amazing, and I've been following him for years. So, uh, darkris sigwo uh, is the is the latest one to one swap. So people who own sigonet and sigfarm could swap, take their assets that they had, and get some darkris with it. So there the was never any companies.
1: Uh uh, so let's get that straight there were no companies uh these were projects to where i did my my crypto business uh so people would come to me and say hey i need you to build a mold like pool or hey i need you to uh you know build me a raspberry Pi with my uh wallet on so we can you know distribute those for, for staking uh you know to do staking with um you know uh net was started to to fund those those things and to fund uh, trading box, uh for Bitrix and Poloniex. Uh, so each month, uh, whatever profit we would take in, uh, that would be distributed back to the people that would that purchased those uh, Sigwinet tokens. Uh, so that started 2015 in June. Uh, so that went on pretty well, uh, pretty good. Uh, I think everybody was happy with the re- with the way that all worked out. Uh, it, con- it continued until October. The end of October was the last uh reward payment for sigwo Nets. uh in april of 2016 i started sigfarm uh and that's where we all pooled together money excuse me to purchase parts uh for gpu mining rigs so we could mine ethereum uh and any other profitable gpu coins uh so the same setup you know uh i created the the token on nxt uh, uh you know a short crowd sale you know there was an open-ended crowd sale um, that you know we ended up selling uh, just over 5 million uh, tokens out of the 100 million so there I built a, a BTC for SIGFARM swap site so you could just uh, purchase your own without having to buy NXT because that seemed to be some of the problem okay. uh, with, with how that structure is built uh, trying to do a unquote, crowd fund uh, on a platform that only accepts uh, one currency, uh, and the currency is not Bitcoin. You know, if you accept Bitcoin, it's, it's right. going to work pretty much. But uh, NXT, uh, however much I love it, uh, it it is not the main currency that people like uh, for whatever reason. Right. So. Uh, right. You know, we we continued on that, and then uh, so now that we're here in November, uh, the last SIGFARM payment will go out uh, in four days on the thirtieth, uh, and then the Sigwo Net and Sig Farm will be swapped into Darkris uh, at the conclusion of the ICO. So if you have SigloNet or SigFarm out there, or you buy it on the NXT uh, asset exchange, because it's still for sale, uh, the people that had bought it uh, prior to me announcing Darkris, uh, they still have that. So they are more than welcome to sell it on NXT uh, for whatever price they deem they wouldn't want to get out of it. Uh, But there are no more for sale. I burned uh, the remaining SigloNet that was in my SigloNet account, and I burned the uh, 5 million that were gifted to SigloNet from, uh, farm. And then I burned the 90 or 89 million, whatever out of uh, the, the Sig farm account. Uh, so there are no more, uh, non, there are no more issue account, uh, held Siglo or Sig farm. So everything that is now out, uh, is in the wild and is, uh, 100% able to be sold and bought on the NXT asset exchange until, uh, they're they're swapped in for Darker's
0: and and just to throw this in there, uh, NXT is kind of cheap right now, guys. So uh, that's probably uh, probably a really good way to get Darker's, right?
1: Uh, it's not so bad. Uh, you know, if you look at what my funding goal is, which is a thousand Bitcoin uh, for Darker's to run forward in its current instantiation. Um, you know, I think the last time I saw it was two NXT for one Sig farms, that puts it at under two thousand satoshis. Uh, and I think somebody did did the math uh, in one of the chats I was in, uh, and if we raised the thousand uh, bitcoins and stop right there. Uh, the price per dark price would be over just over two thousand Satoshi. So, you know, it is what it is. And if we raise more, you know, hopefully we'll raise you know fifteen hundred or two thousand bitcoin for the project. Uh, you know, the price will go up uh, accordingly because it's a floating price ICO. Cool. Let let's let's get into dark, Chris. So.
0: Uh- so now, now we know how it works. We know how to get some. Uh, we could go to your website, right? D a r c r dot u s, and we could buy some there with the bonus, uh, limited time bonus, fellas. So always getting these ICOs on the bonus. You know, it's a. I don't know about you, I always feel better getting a bonus. Uh, and it's twenty five percent right now. Right? That's correct. We
1: got twenty two hours. At- 13 minutes left in the 25 bonus 25 percent bonus in it uh, It that's drops a, to
0: 15 percent bonus That's a big deal. If you do five hundred thousand you get seven hundred and fifty thousand. That's a, That's a big deal fellas uh, So darkris, let's get into the idea of darkris. all right, I love it because I'm a networking type of guy uh, I'm also ITIL certified. I heard you were too and uh you know v3 and all that silliness oh yeah that's
1: great stuff Woo. you can hear oh, my yeah opinions.
0: i know <laughs> <laughs> i am a green belt <laughs> uh, so uh darkris uh i i loved I, I listened to starkey yesterday uh is a great guy i reached out to him about a month ago and uh you know we go back and forth this is a small space in crypto we all got to work together you know so uh, you know he does a great show and uh, you know I hope everybody works together you know because the mainstream is hard to conquer you know we got to conquer it together so this is going to be a blockchain that allows companies to secure their their transactions and uh, i don't want to say the word ledgers but uh le- any transaction that a company does uh, is normally recorded on possibly a SQL server, right? Uh, most of the time. So the, easy,
1: so the easiest way to think about it is not even mention the word blockchain at all. Because darkers itself does not have a blockchain. I'm, I'm not building blockchains. I'm using the blockchains that everybody else is building. So Waves, NXT, Stratus, those guys and gals are building The platform. So they're building the operating system. They're building the Microsoft server 2012. They're building Ubuntu 16.04, which is fantastic. And that's a great feat. It's a very large uh, portion and a very important part of the ecosystem that we are all trying to build. So what I'm doing with Darkris is I'm coming in and saying, okay, there's already a protocol mechanism and and a consensus uh, validation tool in this particular platform. What I want to do is take your application business that you do customer service tracking, which is fantastic. You keep track of your customers. You keep track of what they buy. You keep track of, you know, uh, if they owe you money, uh, subscription data, all of those things that just get transacted into a regular SQL database. And then all of the inherent problems that go along with, uh, storing that data, securing the data, uh, replicating the data. And then in, in the event of a disaster, recovering that data, uh, I can help take care of some of those, uh, steps and reduce the, you know, possibly 15 steps to maybe only five steps. Uh, so, so your, uh, operational expenses for having to secure that customer data gets smaller. Uh, the capital expense for having, um, people, uh, and, and, uh, the licensing that goes along with all the software, those are. Things that I can help fix or uh, not fix, but maybe um, help bring them forward. So back to what it actually does, I want to replace applications with SQL databases to have darker interfaces that inter- that have a, a back end interface to the blockchain, whichever blockchain suits that company. Uh, you know, some companies may be just fine with a with a vanilla. C++, Bitcoin fork uh, implementation, that it, it will do everything they need it to do. Uh, some may need, uh, you know, waves type speed, because I, I think I've read somewhere uh, about waves that they uh, are looking to, or can't already do, uh, upwards of like 10,000 transactions per second, because it's like super fast. So, you know, right? Uh, eventually when we get to another part of the, the conversation, I'll kind of talk on why that's very important for one of the projects the darkest wants to achieve. Uh, so to, to wrap your head, to, to kind of bring that entire uh, thought back and, and kind of package it is Darkris wants to take and modernize your SQL database applications and do something that is recoverable, securable, uh, and, and reliable to the point to where uh, your, your entire infrastructure for that application can be restored with a double click
0: right because it's it's replicated all over the place so it's it'll just it's it would be very simple to restore one node because it's replicated correct correct so on it, all the nodes
1: in yeah the it, it works you know it's taking the premise of the protocol below it so pro bitcoin when you submit a bitcoin transaction as soon as you submit that bitcoin transaction it is submitted to what is called the memory pool so it is stamped with a transaction time now the confirmation time, we can get into why it takes so long to confirm. Uh, but the confirmation time uh, is only for validating that the transaction is correct. Which you can adjust that in any fork of Bitcoin you want. You can make, you know, confirmations one uh, in transaction time, or you know, in blocks, you know, every two seconds. Whether or not right. that's smart, that's a different conversation. But you know, so uh, sorry, the call. Are you ready- Asking security for
0: uh, so for speed, so you don't have in, to, in any so places
1: security. Um, it's depending on what your application needs to do, and who has access to write uh, to your blockchain application, um, will depend on how secure you need it to be. And I can't tell you, Verizon may need it to have a hundred confirmations, uh, and IBM may need to have two. I, it is it'll be defined uh, in policy guidelines it'll be defined uh in any uh you know business matters with that with a company when when this is you know comes to fruition uh when you know we're, we're taking the, their requirements and building uh the, the service time package when we say hey you know they've told us x y and z and we start building that that design package and say hey this is what we can do this is how fast we can go this is how many transactions or saves that need to happen in this amount of time so uh it how fast how secure how many uh is is something we can uh pontificate on for days but it's a it'll really come down to who and what the business is and what they're trying to achieve right
0: you know i i like i don't know i'm not sure if verizon i i'm not really too you know, i'm still new in verizon but uh I worked for a company called Amerisource Bergen, it's a wholesale pharmaceutical company. There, you'll notice that all wholesale pharmaceutical companies are within the Fortune 30. You know, so they're all top tier. They make the most money. You know, surprisingly, drugs make a lot of money. Uh, and every one of these companies, uh, you know, including the one I worked for, they have a, a whole building full of computers, and the whole building full of computers with hard drives that have 500 gigs and more on each one, not being utilized at all, because most of them were kind of like just nodes. You know, they are just you know they run they they run the VM and that's it. Um, and it, it's a waste. It's a waste of resources. Where I'm thinking if you could run a node on every single computer in the company you would never have an issue losing any data right i mean you know and the buildings are located in other areas of the world you know this this one company i they had different countries they were in they were all over the united states they had buildings all over the united states i mean that would be some amazing replication if they were able to utilize darkris yeah
1: yeah so the the level of installation uh and, and how localized that installation gets as, as again, a, a company policy, uh, you know, they 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 could say, hey, you know what, I want every single workstation to have an instance of Darkris, uh, you know, their their help desk application, you know, so each help desk person has uh, a, an installation of their ITSM, their, their information technology services manager. So <clears throat> those nodes all sync together, and then they will go back and sync, uh, you know, with, uh, I've got my air quotes up a, a master node, uh, you know, and then you know, depending on what level of security you need, you can have, uh, you know, a a node in Amazon AWS that the only that in it's only one way transaction. It only syncs inward, so it keeps track of all the blockchain trans or all the transactions in Darkest that's written to a blockchain. So then, if you have a, a localized disaster, uh, there's always a replicated copy inside that AWS instance. Uh, or at a local, you know, uh, if you look at the the, uh, the, the use case diagram uh, where I've got the, you know, London, Tokyo, New York, and San Francisco, and the event Tokyo dies and, you know, gets an earthquake or whatever, and they're, they've got total data loss, none of the other three locations around the world are affected because uh, the only... Uh, the the data that they click save on is the data that everybody else has. So when you know when they uh, recover from their disaster, all they need to do is spin up a new server, uh, double click the 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 darkest application that they have for their business, or, or many of them, they spin them all up and they've got their, their data back. There is no lengthy process. Uh, you know, Japan. You know, maybe you know even in an offsite. You know, if you're if you're in Japan and their offsite is somewhere else on the island. Well, if you have an earthquake, you know, that that other building could, you know, could 100% be damaged, but if, uh, for the most part, uh, you know, so we have like, you know, aliens attacking us or whatever, you know, London would be safe if Japan had an earthquake. So that data is still 100% usable, 100% safe uh, in London, New York and San Francisco have no data loss from any of their uh, applications because those data, that data is automatically uh replicated from tokyo before that disaster was supposed to happen so uh
0: yeah and with with vpn technology people could remote in and work like normal even if that whole building goes down because it's replicated in in another building somewhere yeah they just aws yeah
1: or um you know they they have a web gui that they go to that you know if it's a if it's a publicly accessible web gui they can get to um I think uh, you know, and in, in, again, you know, it's company policy. You know, I like for me, even the military, I would VPN in uh, to the the DoD network, and then I would get to wherever I needed to go uh, on the interior network and continue business as usual. Right. Um, but you know, it, shoot, it's it's a uh, that With portion water, is, is kind of there yet. Yeah. All right. So so let's get down
0: to the brass tacks. If if I were to implement Docker's into my let's say i have uh, a server room full of voice over ip servers and three esxi hosts right uh, i got i got the tape backup unit from my bm going on you know i got I, I got about five racks full of servers of you know let's make pretend i didn't p2v them yet and i got all these servers which ones would Darkris help eliminate uh, to save my company money so i so my-
1: I touch your VoIP server. Um, I'm going to touch your, your ESXI host. Will still be there. All the bare metal that, that runs that that cluster. Uh, your SAN storage will not get any smaller. What um, I will get rid of your licensing for SQL. You won't have to license that anymore. Uh, your backup tapes. And again, this is a company company policy. May say you know what? I'm not getting rid of my backup tapes. I'm going to I'm going to back up. I'm going to use tapes to back up the, the your your darkest blockchain. Uh, you know that you're writing okay. to
0: the application right let me just jump but in there right. for a second let me let me jump in for a second tapes cost thousands of dollars a month people uh the unit the ibm unit is normally rented from ibm directly and that costs a lot of money to hold in the server room uh so eliminating backups then the, the person the time that it takes a person to back it up and hopefully test it on the restore uh, you know that takes a lot of money. Got to pay for somebody do all that work. Uh, so I just want to just want to say that real quick. Sorry to interrupt, bro. I just want to show them how much money they'd be
1: saving. It's thousands of dollars. You know, and, and depending on who it is, I mean, the company may say, you know, what? I'm not getting rid of any any of my infrastructure, but what I will save is man hours, resource hours, planning and policy, uh, and and the ease of practicing our redundancy and our recovery procedures. Because like we kind of led off with at the beginning, people could have really robust policies and have all the equipment in the world and, and back up every 15 seconds. But if nobody ever tries to restore those backups, you might as well not do it. But if restoring a backup of darkrest literally takes spinning a VM up and double clicking an application icon and watching it sync to all of the other connected nodes, it takes 30 minutes to see this happen and, and have the nodes sync up. So I mean that 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 replication uh, and backup procedure from a from a, a high level, uh, you know, C level or director level position, uh, just from that standpoint is very invaluable uh, to to see that procedure that policy get implemented and actually exercised. But yes, the backup tapes can go away because we never we no longer need backup tapes. Uh, the redundant, you know, localized redundant sands, uh, unless you're in a high availability, you know, environment where you need, uh, you know, if the sand itself dies, you have to have that high availability redundancy. Uh, But like, you know, like I keep kind of stressing is that's that is very much a company policy, company based decision. Uh, But I think I think the real people that I'm going to help first, you know, we all kind of dream that, oh, I'm going to walk into IBM and solve their problems. Well, that's not going to happen with anybody except for maybe Ethereum because they've got bajillions of dollars. But uh, kind of like what I was talking to the Sturkey uh, last night, you know, mom and pop shops that have, you know, everybody uses the Internet. Everybody has online presence. Everybody has to try to keep track of their customers, their customers' data. Uh, and right now, you know, mom and pop shops are doing it, but they're not doing it anywhere close to PCI compliance. They're not, well, it's payment credit card information, but they're not storing your data in any kind of secure fashion for the most part. There's some out there that that do, but for the most part, none of them do. And for the most part is if that mom and pop shop had a disaster and they lost all their data, they have zero recovery effort. They have no way to get any of that data on their customers back. So it's like they started business over again because they have nobody to reach to uh, and they've, it'll set their business back. So, but by, you know, going in and consulting with, uh, you know, smaller shops, to get this out there, and you know, the small business, the medium-sized business, to say, hey, we understand your IT staffs are not robust enough to have a specialized database guy, specialized backup guy, specialized tape retriever, and all of these things that it costs, these overhead costs to do all these redundant backups of backups of backups. Hey, instead of doing that, here's a better way to do it. Uh, and I think that's where uh, you know a lot of this technology will bubble up from the bottom uh, and, and start realized uh, by the, the, the medium to the larger corporations, uh, you know, so I think a little elbow grease, a lot of hard work, uh, and a right. lot of right. showing them how it works, I think that's going to go a long way.
0: I, I think it's more more of a, a simpler way, to, showing them a simpler way to do it, also. I think simple is the key to, uh, you know, getting us
1: mainstream. Yep, that's why I don't say anything I, about blockchains, any of them.
0: Right, right. So. So you know, a, a simple, a simple uh, utility. You know, for what you were saying just now. I worked for a company. Uh, I'm not going to say the name. It was like a cell phone beeper company, right? And uh, you know, I was a kid at that time. But this one, this one store, they had one computer with everybody's social security numbers on it. And due to, I, I was like, oh my god, like this is like a, a, a fortune in a hard drive right here. In, in a lot of companies run like that. They have one computer in the store, you know, if they take backups, but they're just like a mom-and-pop shop. They don't, you know, they don't know more. Like, having a computer is high-tech for them. So, a solution, a solution like you're saying, where you could, you know, show them better, you know, a lot of them, they do pay a little extra for, you know, the better uh, operating system, maybe a... Uh, what are the licenses you know to to make everything legal even though the the one i was working for they they were okay with the hacked version i gave and uh yeah yeah, if if you is it would be even better if it was like an online solution where they don't have to install anything they could just sign up and start using you know darkris right there online
1: yeah so uh, uh you know
0: make their own account
1: Yep. And one of the uh, diagrams, that's one of the actual use cases where you can, you know, uh, have this either A built or be subscribed. Uh, you know, the subscription I'm not real keen on. Um, that might come later. But I want to make sure uh, that uh, that it, it makes sense for that company to do a subscription type, uh, you know, infrastructure. But it depends. You know, it's it It's definitely a business uh proposition and a different um decision for them to make you you know as a as a, as a
0: network guy uh, i i always had an issue with log files i uh you, you know what happens when those things get full everything stops you're wondering why everything stopped right and it's like oh jesus the log files are full again you know that's if you don't have you know If, if I, I had an automatic pruning pruning type of uh a macro going on on the server so you know every once in a while it would prune it but uh if that suddenly didn't work you know people start wondering why everything's stopping then you got to increase the hard drive space just to get it to work for a little while longer so that you can fix the issue right uh any issues with logs on darkness
1: so that's kind of where we go back to the waves and they're thousand, or i i think it's ten thousand. it could be more uh uh transactions per second because um One of the projects I'm working on uh, with a security company is how to uh, write logs to a cryptographically verifiable system. Um, And, and, you know, being in the industry, I know how fast and how slow some logs are uh, being written. uh, You know, they can be overwhelming uh, if something goes wrong uh, and depending on the verbosity of your, your air logs. Uh, they can overwhelm systems. So I want to make sure that there is a project I have in mind um, to be able to do this system with logging uh, because, you know, you've heard of insider threats. They get to go in, uh, you know, and log into systems. They do what they're going to do. They steal the data, they plan a Trojan or whatever. And when they back out, since they're an admin and they're an internal attacker, they can just clean up the logs as they go back and it never happened, you know, from anybody's standpoint. But if you're using a cryptographically verifiable chain uh, in an application to write your logs to, as soon as they try to delete that, you know, that instance that they authenticated to that server at that time, or change the file permissions, or installed something in a, in, a, in a system file, that is logged. And if they try to delete it, it breaks. So automatically, you'll have a system built to show you when a, when a, a modification of the chain happens, See, so, and, and there's no way they can re, uh, refute what happened. Uh, it'll show them logging in, them changing the file, and nobody else can do it because it'll be uh, verified against a uh, the, the the blockchain and B against their authentication mechanism, which is another project. Is the the uh, the treasure hardware piece where you can do uh, multi-factor authentication, what they call as universal second authentication or universal second factor authentication. Uh, so you basically use private keys from a chain uh, and verify via uh, something you have, which would be the hardware token, something you know, which would be a PIN or a password, um, and to to get into the uh, whatever system you were going to try to get into. So all of those things would be recorded um, and be able to be verified and not be able to be refuted. Uh, so it, I, but after the last night's meeting, uh, interview, I had somebody PM me on Slack and was like, This would have really helped me with a situation I just got done with. And it was an internal hack. It was an internal, you know, uh, attacker. And I had, he's like, He had to set up multiple honeypots inside his own network just to catch the guy. Uh, so there was a lot of man hours or woman hours, but we'll call them resource hours to be agnostic, um, uh, to putting out fires that shouldn't be. Uh, burning in the first place, so those those are kind of quick overviews uh, on right. those two projects that are coming down the pipe uh, that are coming with DAP sheet. So DAP sheet is the generic term for the uh, replacement of your SQL Server and front end application you use. So Very nice. those will be Very nice. yeah those those will be uh, you know available open source uh, for for the applicate for, for whatever platform. Uh, it depends on which platform we go with first. Depending on uh, you know our RCO, how how good it goes, and uh, how many developers I can hire.
0: All right, all right. Well, that, well, I heard you yesterday on Starkey's show. If anybody, uh what you know, they, you guys should definitely watch that show. It was really, really good. Uh, he he definitely opens up a lot on that one. Uh, going back to uh, logs, yeah, the logs. Most companies only keep two days of logs, and they back them up, and then they delete them, right? And we know how good backups are. And, um, you know, even if they didn't delete their tracks. And then a lot of companies don't even bother trying to catch the person. They, ju- they just try to fill the hole. And, uh, you know, they 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 probably fire the system admin for uh, not thinking of it. <laughs> you know, because these big companies, they, they don't want to spend money. It's It's uh, probably why they make so much money. Uh, I, I I like the I like the tools to so go very. I, I think I think it's going to be ta- it's going to take some time for people to understand how this is going to work. So you're probably going to have to put out uh, you know some good videos on how on how it works to get you know IT administrators and bigger companies to start understanding how it works, right? Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, so videos uh, are great um, tools. After the video, after the product has been introduced, uh, so I've already started talking with companies uh, about Darkris and Dap sheets and the logging system and how we can do multi-factor authentication. So, uh, 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 being in the industry I am and the position that I am, I get to talk to a lot of vendors, a lot of your, a uh, lot of your Fortune 10 companies uh, and how they sell things uh, and the products they are selling. Uh, and how doctors can help them sell a better products uh, and and replace what they're trying to sell, you know, DOD or in their private sector businesses, uh, you know, being in, in, the, in the military for almost 17 years, I've seen the, the level of uh, crap that is given to us by uh, the uh, Northrop Grummans, uh, by the Lockheed Martins, by the general dynamics of the world. Uh, because they can and because the DOD has accepted it. So uh, I see a lot of um, improvements to the software we get from them uh, for our warfighters, and the way they store data and the way it's replicated and stored and backed up. Uh, I see just from the enterprise standpoint on how we store data uh, about ourselves. Um, So being, being in those, like I said, positions I've already got very good contacts that are deep into, uh, the sales force of larger companies to where, uh, you know, if anybody knows anything about how things are sold in the real world, uh, you get the big boys to sell your stuff and you're good to go. So uh, I have the big boys uh, on my side. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of exciting things coming uh, with Darkris DAP sheets, uh, Project Jupiter and Project Mercury. There's a lot of big things coming
0: so so let let's let's get into like uh erp solutions right um a lot so it'll be able to handle different types of transactions now this is this is what i was interested in what you were saying yesterday i, I don't I don't mind me if don't mind me if i'm being selfish here uh so there's different types of transactions that go on in a company right in data that's recorded A lot of the data is very personal, confidential, very highly confidential, it should not get out, right? And then you have uh, transactions that are okay, like maybe customer transactions, you know, the date and time that he bought it, he made an order, and uh, you know, maybe the date and time that the order was shipped, you know, that's open, right? So you kind of want the customers to see that. Is how do, how, do, how do you differentiate and how do you conceal, you know, the stuff that in a company that's not supposed to get out, you know, using your system?
1: So uh, we have, I, I kind of lump them into three groups. Uh, you've got your private-private. Uh, so think of private-private as your employee's data that, you, that no customer needs to know about any of your employees. Their, their phone number, their cell phone number uh, you know, what their pay scale is. They don't need to know any of that thing. So that's a, that would be an example of a private, private chain. Um, and then, a, so basically a private, private chain would be, uh, you know, I would, uh, you know, we would take, uh, the underlying protocol, uh, you know, say, uh, Ethereum, uh, and build a darker stack sheet on top of it for that business to store all their employee data. Uh, and with our designers, we would go in and whatever system, if they had a system, uh, we would replicate it so where, you know, on Friday, uh, you know, Stephen would be using this, uh, you know, this this employee data system. Uh, Monday comes and Steven's, it looks the same to Stephen, but on the back end, it's totally different for the IT administrators. So that's that's that level of training to where you train uh, the IT administrators at the locations you upgrade these uh, to these DAP sheets. So that's kind of a private private. Private public uh, would be more along the lines of. Uh, you know, a good example that makes sense in my head is like an online gambling site or a dice site, to where uh, privately you need to be able to you need to have a an account <clears throat> to write to that uh, blockchain. You know, to place bets you need an account so it can be tracked. Uh, but the public aspect is the bets that are placed uh, are publicly viewable, so they uh, you can you can uh, for the provably fair aspect. Uh, you know, if you go back and review some some of the dice sites and how they diagram the provably fairness, you know, they send you the hash before you place the bet. Basically they give you the answer before you place it. You place a bet with the hash and then it hashes it again and sends you back all the information and it says, Hey, here's the answer before you place your bet. So you know that it was fair. We didn't change the answer. Once you place the bet, all those things can be recorded and transacted in a blockchain instead of a MySQL database on the back end, And you just kind of have to hope, you know, that, that they are not gaming the API system. Um, and a public public is, uh, you know, like kind of like how Facton does, you know, recording deeds or whatever they're doing, uh, land deeds or, uh, you know, uh, information about land, uh, you know, the, the geographical public. aspects of, you know, your 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 land starts here, stops here, and it's this large. Uh, and the last fifteen owners are these people, uh, you know, that'd be a public public. Um, you okay. Know, verifiable,
0: I, I, I understand. So so, what's going on here is that. Every level of security will have its, we'll be using a separate chain, right?
1: Yeah. Every, I mean, even inside the same company, if you have, if we go in and we say, hey, you know what, you're a candidate to replace 10 applications, there may be 10 different chains inside that one company that all talk to each right. other at a certain point. Cause, you know, data is data. Oh, I, I told somebody, somebody said, oh, well, you're, you're, you're trying to disrupt the storage industry. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not disrupting any storage. I can't magically take a one terabyte database and make it smaller unless we do compression, which is not kind of the initial goal of Darkers. But what I can do is take that one terabyte of data and make sure that when you recover it, it's one terabyte of data and not 500 gigs because we've got everything right. under control and replicated properly. So, uh, you know, I can't magically make any database smaller, but... Um, uh at the onset now that that's you know in the in the strategic planning you know once this gets off the ground and and I start having meetings internally to have what our strategic plan will go you know 3 to 5 years you know compression uh, and storage space saving will be one of the things we talk about but you know right? I, uh, I, I I'm not one of those guys that's going to promise you to to solve world hunger and give you a breadcrumb uh yeah, so no, I, uh, you that's, know I want to be very smart and yes. how we go forward and and, and how I give the information about Darker's because I don't want to set any of those expectations uh, and and then, you know, come June of next year and deliver, you know, according to the roadmap, what I'm supposed to deliver. But, you know, somebody says, oh, well, you know, I heard you were going to do this or that. And, you know, I just want to make sure that I I always set the expectation uh, and then uh, so we can go forward and make sure we meet everybody's expectations or exceed those expectations.
0: Right, you already have an innovative idea, a very innovative product. I mean, it's even even starting out, you know, at at the smallest level would bring you higher up in the ranks. I mean, look look at Microsoft Server. I mean, how much has it changed, you know, since two thousand and three? I mean, it's disgusting. Uh, So you know, any your innovation is is just starting out in its low point will will be the highest point, you know, for for possibly other, uh, you know. ERP systems. Right? Have you have you, you? I'm not sure if you know the, about those type of uh, SAP and JD Edwards, right? Yep. Uh, a lot of companies use those ERP solutions. I mean, do you see yourself, you know, possibly working in because SAP is highly modifiable, right? You could. I mean, that's one of the good things about it. It's never-ending expand. You could expand it forever. Uh, it, it, you could add a lot of things to it, unlike JD Edwards, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, so uh, you know, SAP is pretty pretty highly touted, you know, in places in like the financial world and other places, um, and it's it's more of a storage solution, uh, and I'm I just want to be able to make sure that wherever the data needs to be stored will be stored. Uh, it's it's a, it's also
0: it's the it, it's it's kind of like the like uh, uh it's like windows right it's like uh what what do you call it I, i'm forgetting the word, to, word here. it's like windows mac os x right it's uh a desktop management type of a thing so so what i'm getting at here is sap has modules right and you got the financial module right and you got the you know in, in the accounting module in each module uh, there's these transactions that you kind of want to put on Darkest. Uh Being able to work with them. So if you like create like your own plugin for SAP, it might might make it very simple for a lot of people to get involved. And a lot of these big companies like Amerisource Bergen, uh, they use the, the this ERP solution called SAP for, you know, tracking all their stuff and, and but at the end of the day uh, like we said earlier these are these are all still on sql servers and they're still uh backing up to you know normal archaic means
1: yeah I'll say, I don't, i'm not sure sap is what i'm aiming for uh you know uh, i have uh, yeah okay
0: <laughs> uh, well, well look into it when you get a chance i mean i i've, I've worked with it there's uh you you could create like a plugin, you know, where uh, you know. I I believe you were saying, uh, you were saying it yesterday on uh, Starkey's show, where uh, you know if there's a online GUI right, you're talking about the UIs, and any transaction that's clicked on the the UI, it gets recorded onto the chain, right? Correct, permanently. So
1: like SAP would be. It, it, it's just another if, if UI. A, yeah. So I mean, if you know, if a company said, "Hey, you know what? We like SAP, and we want you to write us a plugin for SAP." Okay, cool. But that wouldn't be something that I would most likely just do because SAP is big, uh, right? You know, there's a lot I of mean,
0: solutions. I, you know, third-party sh- solutions just for for SAP. That's what I'm saying. You could just you could be mm-hmm. another you know third-party solution for it. You know, and they and there's tons of them, dude, tons of them. So tell me about the UI integration. Somebody wanted to integrate a UI, you know, to, to work with their shop. Do you, you offer that also?
1: So the UI comes with the darker stat sheet. It's not just a front end that hooks. I don't want to, I don't, I, I'm not looking to build new GUI front ends for old SQL technology. Uh, and looking back, you know, on, on the examples, something was there before SQL, something was there before that, uh, punch cards were around, you know, 50 years ago. Um, and then, you know, SQL has been, it, it, it was a technological leap when somebody said, Hey, you know what? We can just store data like this. Uh, and you know, we've not really changed the way a database works. Um, for the most part, uh, we've. We've uh, get gotten better. We've gotten faster, um, but the way that we replicate and store that data has really not. It's kind of lagging. So I, just, I look at um, the darkest technology and the Dapsheet technology as as maybe uh, the next evolution or the beginnings of the next evolution of how uh, we can store, protect, and replicate that data. Uh, and and hopefully, you know, if this, you know. Um, You know, when this gets out and gets around to these businesses, you know, uh, recovery uh, will no longer be a a bad word or a word to use because uh, to recover something, you must have lost something. Uh, And in Darkris, you never lost any data because as soon as you save the data, it's replicated across their entire node infrastructure. Um, You know, you'll have to recover the underlying platform itself, uh, you know, the server uh, you know, if you if there's a, dis- a destruction of the server or, you know, somebody hacks in and, and takes over your data and you say, hey, you know what, instead of um, uh, trying to fix the server, it's easier for us now to unplug it, wipe it, reinstall everything, node on it, and do the post-mortem from the logging system as to how they got in. And even if they stole the database, right. it doesn't even matter because the, cri- the encryption uh, has protected the database. So it's it's, a, it's worthless information. Uh, and somebody I was talking to somebody and they brought up that uh, BTCE, um, that that online exchange their database was stolen. Uh, I don't know how long ago it's been it's been probably a couple of years but since they right. did their their due diligence, um, they'd used encryption. They went the extra mile that a lot of places don't go uh, and 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 encrypted their database. so right. that you, you know if you blockchain so take- can protect it that they'll, they'll, you know, you, you protect that data from, from hackers. You know, the, you, you can't stop everything from being attacked. Uh, and it's not a, a matter of if you get it a it's a matter of when you get hacked and then you need to make sure as a business, uh, as a person, even, uh, what you do and how you react to when you get hacked, uh, how you, you know, I, I nice. highly advise everyone to have a plan for when you get hacked. you know, right. How deep can they go with your one email address? You know, how deep can they go with five of your email addresses? How many passwords are the same across your, your personal infrastructure? Uh, because they get in one little thing. It's, you know, people on the other end that are, you know, the, the customer service representatives, you know, you got to think of, they want to get you off the phone as fast as possible because right. most of the time, all they hear is a bunch of complaining. So social engineering is the easiest, fastest way to get hacked uh, yes. or reset a password or change a phone number or change your address. So you gotta, you know, I I've always planned for when I get hacked.
0: Um, right. You're you're always gonna get that. And one how I can react to it. The, always gonna get that one person in the company that clicks on that email link, right? You you can't stop that stuff from happening. It's, you know, you could try your best with filters and, but that that stuff happens. It's the person's uh, the problem is between the person, the computer, and the chair. Uh, you know, the, there's a lot of people that work from home. I've noticed, you know when. I personally, when I work, I noticed. You know, as a net admin, I I noticed a lot of people getting viruses on computers and then logging into VB, VPN. Right, They're working from home. I was like, "What are you doing?" It's 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 a big problem. Yeah, social the the social Not engineering. Serious. That's the easiest way to hack a company. Yes, yeah, uh, for sure. Oh, what what I wanted to get back to though, it, you were saying uh, you're right. Uh, you know, a lot of the companies over the years, uh, all they could do is make get faster hard drives, right? Uh, you know, may, maybe set up raids, you know, to to work quicker, and so so your technology doesn't rely on the speed of a hard drive, right?
1: I mean, you're still going to need responsiveness. I mean, you know, I'm not going to try to sit and pretend that 7200 rpm spinning hard disk is going to be. Uh, just as good as, a, as an SSD because it's not, uh, because you still want the responsiveness for your application, which is the base of why you upgrade your hardware. But uh, well, what I was kind of saying is the technology for the databases and the, 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 the databases themselves, the technology of how those work has come forward. Uh, but, you know, and of course, you know, our hardware has gotten better and faster uh, and cheaper. And it's easier now with, you know, virtualization technology with VMware uh, to buy commodity hardware, plop it in a server room. You don't care if it's HP, Dell, uh, Sunspark. You don't care what the hardware is. It can be, you know, unlabeled stuff from eBay because you're just going to you care about the speed speeds. The uh, you know, you want the the, the most RAM, the, the best CPUs uh, and, and, you know, a good hybrid or full blown SSD RAID, you know to to lay your your hypervisors on, uh, you know whether you're a Hyper-V shop, which I hope you're not, or a VMware shop, uh, right? You know those those are the things uh, that I, that Darkers is not aiming to to fix. We're not trying to fix server speed. Uh, we're not trying to fix uh, you know whatever OS you guys have uh, out there. You know we're gonna obviously come in and say hey you know you can save licensing fees by using Ubuntu uh, or you know, because Ubuntu is what I use the most of. So I say that, you know, but Linux in general, um, you know, you don't have to buy the, the, the SQL database licensing, the, the maintenance cost. You don't, know, you know, there's not five tiers of SQL to buy uh, or, you know, two different versions of SQL or Microsoft Server, um, you know, or buying a new license when they decide to upgrade. You just you know, make sure that all of your modules are okay and you do, you know, do a pseudo APT get upgrade, <laughs> you know, just upgrade and upgrade your server. Uh, right,
0: M- most reasons why they they use a specific brand name of for warranty purposes. Uh, when would you offer some type of uh, you know, like like uh, you know, not warranty, but you know, if something goes wrong, you know, you guys ha- you'd be available to help them out to fix it out when things
1: go wrong. Some type 100%. of warranty, yeah, one hundred percent. So some, some of yes, yeah, so some of the things that i kind of discussed and talked about with uh with some people in the industry is um, when you go to a business and it'd be a larger business or, you know, like I kind of alluded to is, you know, uh, some of the larger sales forces that I know, you know, you take and you, uh, you, when you, when you have a company buy a DAP sheet, you basically send one of your speeds to that company to help install it and be a support, almost like a support maintenance contract, but per, for a person. So that one person could possibly support five or six different businesses, uh, that need that on, on support, you know, that, that mandatory, Hey, on call support, you know, and there'd be, you know, different licensing or not licensing, but different support contracts where you can do five by eight, 24 by seven, 365, uh, you right. know, response time, SLAs, you know, there's a litany of ways you can do a maintenance contract and then that's dependent on uh demand. And it depends on what the business needs you know uh, where I work I would need you know, it I have to buy 24 by 7 365 support maintenance contracts. I can't buy 8 by 5 because we're not an eight by five shop. <laughs> uh, there's no point in only having an eight by five uh, support contract for stuff that needs to be working all the time.
0: Right and, uh, and, and that, that would kind of go still uh, to the profit of darkers right the whole the whole uh, venture. So those contracts is another way of profiting. I know it is for for larger companies like IBM.
1: Yeah. So there's a buyback program that is uh, that we will go to the uh, major exchange uh, and, and do a buyback program. And when I buy those darkers, those darkers will be burned uh, to increase the value of darkers tokens uh, by eliminating the supply uh, little by little
0: all right i i think you have a really great product here man you're gonna do you're gonna do great i mean i've known you for a long time and when you put your head to something you do it you're kind of like sasha in a way in a way you you, you want to when you want to get something done you get it done so i'm, I'm i've am i always been really impressed with your work
1: i definitely uh, appreciate it thank you
0: I'm, I'm, I'm vouching for you man i'm telling you i I've seen you work, you do, you do a great job. I've seen other people rely on you and you coming through. So, uh, you know, this isn't just, uh, you know, a, a fly-by-night de- developer like most of these coins guys. This is a great ICO and you should definitely get involved, not just for profit, but you should get involved for the niche, the The fact that this is one of the niches that will be taken over and Sigo is heading the way in it. Uh, you know, there's, there's not that many. I, I haven't heard of any other solution like this come out so far. So this is this is uh you know get your foot in the door early right now. Uh, it's very important that we support projects like this. It's once again stop thinking about profit. You know, if I got thirty bucks, if I got fifty bucks, I throw it in a project I like. You know, I I've, I've thrown thirty bucks in uh, MVP and I've thrown a. few and I'm, I'm not a rich guy but you know I, I do what I can in every if everybody does what they can just throw a little bit we could make crypto big uh you know what Bitcoin is what I we got about three to five million people using it right now right I mean that's nothing that's nothing any what's the, what's the what's the market cap on bitcoin right now like 14 billion I think right
1: somewhere close to it's I don't have any any of those windows up it's Probably th- anywhere between twelve and fourteen billion dollars, uh, depending on which uh, you know crisis is happening in the Bitcoin world drama for for you know the big blockers and uh, the core guys. You know they uh, <laughs> they like to uh, go out rope this a little bit too much. So so, so I mean
0: it, that's nothing. Fourteen billion dollars is nothing. If you look if you look at the hundreds of trillions that fiat is worth, right? Just bring bringing, bring it to like a market cap of nine trillion dollars, right? Say, say the market cap flies up all of a sudden, you know, people start realizing that remittances could be used through Bitcoin uh, technology. You know, the underlying technology. Forget the value. You know, it. The look at the importance of the tech, the protocol, the underlying technology. Like TCP/IP was back in the day, and everybody laughed at it, right? I. Mean, this technology could go very far. We, if we see trillions of dollars, every Bitcoin will probably be somewhere between twenty to fifty thousand a coin, right? And it it could be it could be something very huge, in all of us and we're a small crowd of people. I mean, we all know each other. So we, they, you know, I'm, 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 I've seen Starky on for so long, and you know, I've known Sigwell for so long, and most of us know each other from different projects. That's how small it is. Uh, you know, we know who to trust. We know, we know who not to trust, right? So, uh, getting on the ground floor right now, guys, this is a niche that, that is going to go far, uh, especially if a big company, all you need is that one big, co- one, one big guy, right? Say, oh, just one big guy. And then all the other ones start looking at it and then they want to use it. You know, say Amerisource Bergen picks you up, my old company, right? I mean, McKesson they they always want to be the latest in technology you know they, they always want to be on the on the cutting edge so they say right all the time i mean they're going to follow they're going to follow suit and they're going to they're going to look at it and they're going to try to implement it also
1: yep there's 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 big promise in all these projects so uh you know before we sign off i just want to give uh you know a little bit of information the the ICOs now uh, it's been going on for a few days uh, right now you got your 25% bonus, uh, and then it will drop to 50% uh, for the second week, uh, then down to 5%. And then the last day, which is the 11th of December, uh, starts the 10th at 1800 or 6 p.m. GMT, uh, and it will run until the 11th at, at, at 1759 GMT or 559 GMT, uh, and that last day is 0% bonus. So uh, get 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 your, uh, your participation in, uh, get those bonuses uh and and uh like you've probably read some other places the minimum uh for this for this project is to raise a, a thousand bitcoin uh so let's uh that's why i want to make sure we got that in before we uh, before we sign off
0: oh yeah definitely you know, you, you you need uh you need to start somewhere you, you know with everybody this is the reason also to help to help out in these niches you know we got to give them a leg to stand on people you know if he's he's got the brains i'm telling you sigo's got the brains he just needs the legs to, to to get this moving and uh you know i i normally don't don't push you know but but i i'm pushing for sigo i'm telling you that sigwell is a, an honorable man and you should definitely uh look into uh Darkrist. what's the website again
1: it is uh https colon forward slash forward slash d-a-r-c-r dot u-s uh and that's for the the home site and then d-a-r-c-r dot u-s uh the ico site is https colon forward slash forward slash i-c-o dot d-a-r-c-r dot u-s all right
0: and if and if just so happens Because, you know, I spread it on my LinkedIn, and I looked at your LinkedIn, man. That's very impressive. Uh, If it just so happens somebody wants to contact you, uh, what's the best way to reach you? Is
1: there an email? Uh, So if they're there's general information for Darkris, uh, the 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 email for that would be info at Darkris, and that's D-A-R-C-R dot U-S. Uh, If they want to get a hold of me, uh, Stephen at Darkris. Uh, be the easiest way to get uh, get in touch with me uh, I'm always on Twitter uh, you can tweet at us at Darkris. Uh I'm always in slack if you want to join our slack uh, it's HTTPS invite me dot, uh, you'll get an automatic uh, invite to the the slack channel uh, and let's see up on my desktop I'm in the stratus slack the the jump up slack uh, and the wave slack so anywhere in there uh, I'm sigwo um, everywhere on the internet, uh, because nobody <laughs> was, uh, they, you know, SIGWO is, is an actual shortened version for my title. I'm a signal warrant officer in the army. So I took SIG and WO for warrant officer and smushed together and say yeah, I'm SIGWO. So, uh, it's pretty unique. Don't know anybody else that's a SIGWO, uh, unless you're in the Navy, then you'll know SIGO is a signal intelligence officer, but definitely not, uh, not me. Uh, I stay on the land. Uh yeah, uh and then at uh, at Twitter, you know, um for my personal uh the non-darkers is at Sigwo. So I mean basically if you can find a Sigwo, that's gonna be me.
0: All right. Hey, Siglo, that's like loots, you know, Angel Loots. My name's Angelo, the little Angelo, Angel Boots. Kind of in like Italian thing, it's pretty soon, But I haven't seen any other loots. So <laughs> nope, no uh, other loots. <laughs> So, hey, thanks for coming on, man. I, I, I'm, I'm really rooting for you. Uh, I'm, I, might, I might do some shopping on your ICO t- tonight. Uh, your project really touches, uh, touches me a little bit because, you know, I've been there before. And I wish I
1: had the solutions, these solutions, especially no backups. Definitely. And I appreciate you having me on. Definitely. It's, a, it's an honor to be on the, the core radio uh, live and in color, man. It's, it's, a, it's a great honor. I appreciate the time. Yeah, you, it'll be available for replay tomorrow, everybody. So uh, I'm going
0: edit it up tonight. And when I say edit, I'm not taking anything out. I'm taking, uh, all I'm doing is normalizing the volume, you know, and if there's little spaces in between when we're talking, I have something that actually pulls out those spaces. So, you know, those, those little air, air guys.
1: Yep, and as soon as I see that, that link, uh, you know, just tweet it at me. And I'll put it up on TVE. Uh, the Viral Exchange, which is a fantastic platform if you have a, a project out, uh, get on TVE, go sign up even if you don't have it. Get those rewards, uh, get those bounties that we have up for Darkris. Uh, We have the signature campaign going on on Bitcoin Talk. Uh, we have a bunch of tweets and retweets and follows on the ViralExchange.com. Uh, you can sign up for it to get extra darkest tokens. Uh, and of course, I uh, want to see everybody doing their their after Black Friday shopping on the ICO site, the uh, take advantage of those bonuses. So, uh, with that said, Lutz, appreciate it, brother. Hi, um, hi brother. I'm gonna hi. hop off here and uh, and eat hi. some lunch.
0: All right, enjoy, enjoy, and say hi to the
1: family. we will do. Have day, bro. You as well. See y'all. See y'all later. All Thanks. Right. Out here.
0: All right, and this is Lutz signing out. I hope that all of you come back in about an hour and a half. We got Sasha. From waves coming on, and he is gonna tell us about the full nodes. Now, I personally, I really, uh, I, I installed the full node last night just to get get my my beak wet in it, and, and you know it it was pretty elaborate, uh, but it was it was simple at the end. I mean, I ran into a few speed bumps. We're gonna question him about full nodes and uh, we're gonna see where that goes. All right, guys, enjoy your day. I'm gonna go refreshing up and eat just like is. And uh, have a great day. I'll talk to you later.